1: I am willing to fake being in love with Mary, doing my duties as a husband, sort of putting up with things that frustrate me so deeply that uh, I, I struggle to be around her. I, If I need to, for the sake of whatever, I, I don't know, I can fake through this. I don't want to, but if you're going to insist then we will. And she's like, I don't want that.
0: Why is he saying that he's willing to keep acting when he clearly hasn't been for eight or ten years? And also, I wouldn't want him to do that. I've wanted to heal our relationship and even create a new relationship, but I've never insisted <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business, but mine with me, Cara Berry, our Sister Wives edition for this week. We're alone. We had a couple weeks of guests and much like Mary, we're just alone. We're just alone. So let's get into what happened this episode because we got stuff to talk about, don't we? (laughs) Wow. Um, First of all, actually, before we get into the episode Janelle and Christine did a joint interview with E.T. There weren't really a ton of surprises, I would say, other than the fact that they definitely confirmed that they have been filming or had filming. Maybe the season, the next season is already in the can, but it's definitely happening. And there were multiple occasions in which the family all had to be in the same room with each other I'm assuming these are like you know Logan got married Gwen got married those sorts of things so we are going to see them apparently and um it sounds very much like the relationship as it stands today is about what we could expect it to be what it has been and what it will be forever and then Christine tells this actually very romantic and like very touching story about how she knew when she was in love with David. I was like, damn, bitch, this was like a little bit poetic. So She says that they were like, it was like very early days in their relationship and they were sitting together and he like, they were sitting at two chairs. Like obviously he was in one and she was in the other. I, I didn't need to explain that, but <laughs> he like pulled her closer to him and like put his arm around her shoulders and she said I put my head on his chest and I could feel his heartbeat and then I could feel our hearts sinking together and she's like I took a breath and it was like I was alive for the first time I'm getting emotional (laughs) she got me this little black heart here, I was like, wow, the way she said that, I was like, that's really special. And like, even Janelle, you could hear off to the side, be like, damn girl, like that sounds really nice. And so I'm really happy for her. Like this really sounds like a good thing for her. I know there were a lot of people who were concerned about Christine, maybe like rushing or, you know, like we're just very protective of our girl we don't know David yet, you know? So it, she seems very, very happy. Like, that's truly, like, illustrative. So good on her. So with that, let's get into the episode, shall we? Mary is in Parowan. I feel like since those trees came down, I I feel like maybe calling it the Haunted Mansion is no longer needed. I think the energy seems clearer, and I like it there. I like Mary there. I'm not I'm never going but I like her there. Anyway she's in this like what the hell was that print shirt? I if you guys don't listen to my housewives podcast I will sometimes talk about housewives within a category that I refer to as Jan Brady and a Jan Brady is like just somebody on reality tv who like tries really hard they're very passionate but like it just doesn't happen for them. Like, they're always failing, like, a you know, to use a housewife, my, is my crowning definition of a Jan Brady would be Shannon Bador, right? And so Mary is clearly, clearly the Jan Brady of the Brown family. And this shirt, this, like, mock turtleneck with the 70s little flower print really just hammered that into me. Like, it really, really sealed the, the image. But anyway, she's, you know, filming again because they just, they're like girl and do you think that they even bother to pay for an additional camera or an additional iphone for for mary to film it or are they like listen girl we'll like can you get an sd card i don't think you can get uh well they're like we'll just upgrade you on your package we'll reimburse you the extra 15 dollars for the cloud storage And you just film on your own phone, girl. Like, we're not even going to send you a new one. But anyway, she's recording on her stairs and saying that now it's like October of 2022. April was back when she and Cody had her 32nd anniversary, his um, emancipation day. Uh, So she says that their anniversaries have been kind of interesting for the past few years. Their first anniversary in Flagstaff, Cody called her, they went on a drive to the Grand Canyon, they went out to dinner, whatever, and... Cody said things that led her to believe that they were, had a chance in hell at getting back together. Things such as, cheers to new beginnings. So, baby, this was like two years ago. I'm like, you know, missing how many years we've been in Flagstaff. It seems like 17 at this point, but was this also the same year that we saw where he told her, you're waiting for me, but I'm not coming? Because I'm not really sure how the lines got so mixed up here. It seems like Mary has been hanging her fedora hat for quite some time on the fact that he cheers to her and said, cheers to new beginnings. Baby, like a lot of people could say that and it doesn't mean anything. God bless. Which is why I guess she was so fucking gagged to find out that their next anniversary, he was like, it's not happening, girl. Give it up, delicious. Like, I'm not, we're not, we're never, ever, ever getting back together. We're not going to be a married couple, ever. So she says that in the past six months since that has happened, since that conversation has gone down, she's been taking the time to figure out what she needs. And the fact that Cody's already broken up their covenant, Mary says, I feel emotionally abandoned by him. Or I felt like I was emotionally abandoned by Cody many, many years ago well before the catfishing, well before the catfishing, which, I mean, Suki, are we going to ask a question about that? If that's how you've been feeling, then why have you been trying to stay in this? It's sad, baby. Like, Janelle says in a confessional, it's no secret that Mary and Cody have had issues for many, many years, but above all, Mary's a loyal person. Like, she's a person of her word, and at one point, I gotta wonder, like, is this not really very healthy for her? Yeah, sweetie. I would say 2012 would have been about when this is not being healthy for Mary. <laughs> oh, uh, we're going to have to pour one out at Thanksgiving for Mary. Because that's sad. Who is she going to be spending? Oh, my God. Who is she going to be spending Thanksgiving with this time? If that woman dares to make a Rice Krispie Turkey all for herself, I'm going to fucking lose it. Okay, I'll fly to Utah myself and tell her, look in the mirror, girl. Look in the mirror. Then Mary tells us that a month ago, she saw the part on television that we all saw where Robin was talking about how to spiritually release yourself from marriage. And Cody says in a confessional, I don't consider myself married to Mary anymore. And like, if she wanted to marry somebody else and move on, I wouldn't argue it. At all. Mary says that's pretty insulting and vulgar for Cody to even be open to that. And then Christine says in a confessional, I think it's disgusting that Cody's been dragging Mary along for years. And I think it's equally disgusting that Robin has been telling her to stay with the family. Let that girl go. Mary says that at this point she's wondering what to do next. Like, does she have a conversation with Robin and tell her that this situation with Cody isn't going to go anywhere? Because Robin's literally the only one who's going to care. Like, the only one. But, like, do I even really bother to stay in Flagstaff at this point? No. No. After that, we head over back to Idaho, where Janelle and Christine are hiking with Christine's brothers. This point, like, I don't think... Production, can we just put an editor's note for next season? We don't need to keep explaining that Christine and Janelle are gonna remain sister wives and keep their kids together, like they're the family unit. Like we got it. You don't need to say it anymore. We we get it. We see it. We 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 all. It's all clicking and connecting. Okay. Cody says in a confessional that it's actually interesting that Christine and Janelle have this like newfound relationship because <laughs> uh, he thought it was a lot more antagonistic before and. <laughs> kind of wish it wasn't so, but you know, it seems like they're more united in having a common enemy against me and Robin because they've got nothing good to say about us. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I mean that's definitely, like, a healthy part of it. It's a healthy dollop of the situation, but it's also like nobody else has anything good to say about you and Robin either, so, you know. You know, there's that. The fact that he, like... <laughs> He really speaks out of both sides of his mouth. Like, he, like, it's almost like he looks at the past as a better time because, let's be real here, he kept the, those two bitches were in line with him and now they're not. And now they're, they've, you know, they were in a cohort together. They've colluded (laughs) in this civil war, as Cody says. And now it's like, he's mad like the one thing that he's saying they're not good at which is being good sister wives or now they're being good sister wives to each other and it's like "Uh, well that's not what I meant that's not what I I meant you're supposed to do it now before when I could both put you under my gnarled thumb not now like he's so mad that they're nice to each other it really chaps his ass so while Christina and Janelle are on this hike They start talking about Christine's brother's mother-in-law, who's there. She's going back to school, and this starts a conversation about Janelle going back to school, like, a little bit later in life. She graduated when she was 33 from college. Christine talks about how, growing up, there would be some people of their church that taught them that the world was going to end. So, like, ladies, there's no point in going to college. Just get married, and don't worry about it. Don't worry your pretty little heads about it. Stock your uh, closets up with you know, industrial size peeled potatoes and just keep it pushing and smile and have those babies, ladies. God bless. So basically, like, she says that in a confessional that, like, they would go to some classes at church, like some Sunday school or whatever, and that they would teach them any little thing that the world's gonna end. Like, if any little thing happened out there, they'd be like, the world's gonna end. So she asked her dad about it one day, and he's like, baby, that's not true. That's crazy. You need to go to college, girl. (laughs) So she did. And, you know, the more we hear about Christine's dad, like, I just wish we had gotten to know him. He seems like he lived a very interesting life. And thank God for that, because, like, you know, I'm actually surprised that the conversation went that way between Christine and her father, just being stereotypical. So I was pleasantly surprised. But yeah, then they start talking about how ironic it is that, like, Okay, the world's gonna end, but also we're supposed to keep all this food for the afterlife or like for the end of the world or something. So, how is it both, right? So, this goes into a conversation about, uh, you know, the Brown family food storage. And of course, this gives Cody an opportunity to complain about Christine because she was the one who kept the hoard of food at her house. And since she left, she said she didn't want any of the food. So, like, yeah, we have the food, but it's like I have to pay for storage or whatever. Like, oh oh, oh, oh god she's such a bitch like (laughs) like oh oh we're supposed to feel bad for you that christine left you with a horde of food and all you have to do is store it it's probably spoiled anyway like how how long how long could it last mind you we had no problem keeping fucking uh u-haul trucks out on coyote pass for months for Robin and all her stuff, we can't put it into storage because God forbid, uh, Ariola wants a little baby doll in the middle of one of these uh, trucks. Can't do that. But okay, you she's a bitch because she gave you guys food that you have to figure out where to keep it—a a surplus of food. Oh no! I bet the people at the Utah U-Haul in Flagstaff probably still talk about the year that y'all were running up that bill. <laughs> they probably got an extra gift card at Christmas they were like thank you the great the great uh, scam that we hit in a well not even a scam they bought into it of 2017 what a great year anyway so Janelle looks out at this park that they're at and she's like oh this might be like a good location in the future for a family reunion and then it starts into a conversation about like is this even possible for the whole family to get together. Christine says in a confessional that getting the family back together would be a pretty big feat at this point. And then Janelle says that it just feels like there's, like, a huge gap between Robin's children and the rest of the kids. But the weird thing is that as far as her kids go, especially with her boys and Christine's kids, they really miss Robin's kids. Her boys miss Dayton, especially. And then she says that things have become so bitter and estranged and so many things have happened she doesn't really know if it'll ever work out and I think she's right like yeah they can get together for weddings and like special occasions but a concerted effort for a family reunion I don't think we're gonna see that but I'd like to (laughs) I'd like to then we go and see Cody ripping around on a four-wheeler around Coyote Pass looking like Billy from Saw on his tricycle he says the plan is to talk to Mary about like reaffirming their division of the land right Mary tells us that she has not seen Cody, really, not too much since their anniversary six months ago. And then here comes Robin, playing Cody's translator, saying that every time she comes out on the property it just makes her ache to want to be there. She's aching, guys. She's so achy. So they all meet up on this bench and Cody's like, alright, well, how about we go walk the property? But Both Robin and Mary are like, um, we have like about 50,000 steps to get to before we even can talk about walking the property, Cody, but nice try. Mary says in a confessional that, one, the property needs to be paid off, two, the property really has to be divided, because when Christine left, she gave her property, she signed it off to Cody and Robin, but Mary doesn't know what's going on, obviously, with anything with regard to the family. She hasn't been involved in any of the decision making. So Cody says that they're still planning on doing five lots. And so Mary's like, okay, well, who gets the other lot? Because as we have it, the original lot was as follows. There were like two four-acre lots, one going to Robin, one going to Janelle, and then there were like three two-acre lots, right? Two to Cody and the family, two to Mary, two to Christine. So Mary asks, okay, well, who's getting the other lot now? Who's getting Christine's lot? And Cody's like, me. So he explains in a confessional that now he basically gets two plots of land. One is for the family slash him. And then the other one is just for him. He says, I didn't want to give the family lot to any of the wives because that's the one, you know, the pond, whatever. We'll get into that in a second. Right? So Mary does a quick assessment and realizes, you know, Cody and Robin are locked in, so now they're getting, like, eight of the 14 acres together, technically. Mary says in a confessional, I don't really think that's fair, because regardless of the fact that I haven't had a relationship with Cody for, like, eight or ten years, I'm still part of the family, and I still, listen up to this, financially contribute, so I feel like I should deserve some of the property and not just Whatever amount Cody thinks that I'm worthy of, because we all know (laughs) if that were the case, you you wouldn't be on Coyote Pass at all, ma'am, Miss Mamas. So Mary's like, this is all just kind of weird to me that, like, you guys get four acres, Janelle gets four acres, but then I only have two. Janelle says in a confessional herself that she has told Cody before she doesn't really understand why they don't just divide the land equally, and he's like, well... Janelle, don't worry about it. You're still getting what you asked for. Basically, so, so shut up there. Shut up and smile, girl. But Janelle's like, yeah, cool. But they're like 14 acres. I think we need to have like an actual appraisal of this land and see what the value is so that then the four adults that are left can all figure out what's fair for us. Now, as a side note, to me, this seems like a very easy solution if Cody had thought about it, he would say, hey, that land with the pond probably isn't able to be built on anyway, so we're just going, I'm gonna keep own that, and we'll just keep it as a just family, and then I'm gonna build on the other part that was, uh, you know, originally allotted to Christine, and then you pitch it to Mary that way, and then, then you tell her, like, nobody's gonna have access, or, you know, everybody's gonna have access, but nobody's gonna have, like, an outright authority to that pond, that we all desperately seem to want. This is gross, but whatever. Like, if I was able to solve the Brown family's issues, there wouldn't be a show. So, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna stay out of it. <laughs> and this is why we have a show. Because Cody says in a confessional that... Well, Mary only has one child. But he has 18 children. So, he wanted to land with the pond in it. Because it was based on experience of living with Mary in the past. That she wouldn't want to share her resources. Which is like a wild way to put it. Like I don't doubt everybody has basically confirmed that Mary's a bitch on wheels to live with. But to use the term resources and not wanting to share what I'm sure a lot of those legging money those checks that she's making off those leggings and her clothing business are um funding this whole operation. So that's wild. That's wild. Like, Robin, what's your status at the bank? To quote NeNe links, leaks. Let's get into that. Oh, by the way, it's the season finale. I figured I would just drop that in the middle of the episode the way TLC did to us. Just was like, oh, we're going to hit you with a four-part tell-all starting next week. Okay, thank you. Thanks a lot, TLC. I guess we're never going to find out what happened to that damn carriage house. <laughs> I just felt like there was so much of a build-up to it. This is like, this is, to quote, to talk about Housewives again, this is like all those years where Heather Dubrow on Orange County was talking about that big ass black and white house with the champagne button on it for years and how, and the portico share and all that. And then she leaves the show right before the uh, construction finish. And I thought, girl, I want to see where all this new money went into. You blathering on and on about that mansion. And we didn't see it till years later when she decided to sidle back and I'm grateful for it. She honestly is great for the show, but it was annoying. I wanted my payoff. Suki, if we're not getting a walkthrough as one of these parts of the tell-all, I'm going to write you a strongly worded tweet. No, I'm not. I'm going to think it though. (laughs) I'm going to think it. Anyway, Robin says that the other thing, she's telling us to marry, you know, the other thing is that like, you never know if uh, Cody and I are going to stay together. <laughs> and then Mary starts laughing. She's like, yeah, you never know down the road, like, you know, 10, 12 years or whatever. And <laughs> the camera pants over to Cody and he's just scowling. And he goes, I'm trying to think of a comeback. So Travis goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was just a bad joke. I'm so sorry. And Mary keeps laughing. She's like, yeah, I wouldn't have thought that either. Robin's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm so sorry, sweetheart. It was a bad joke. I apologize. Robin says in a confessional, she has no idea what the future holds. And she doesn't think that Cody and I, and she are really going to split up, but she feels like she deserves her part of the land. And that she's really just tired of being counted with Cody. And everybody thinks, oh, you know, if Cody has it, then so do I. If Cody thinks this, so do I. And, but that's not true. You know, so she says, well, to mary i think the point is that like my lot will eventually be passed down to my children you know because they're never gonna move out but his lot is gonna be about the other children or that's how i think about it is that how you see it cody and cody goes not really (laughs) Mary asks Cody well how do you see it and he starts to think but Robin cuts him off Robin who just said everybody thinks that we we if I do him he does me and and we don't do anything separately that's not true Robin just said that Mary asks him how do you see it and Robin goes don't say anything no 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 no. don't answer right now because you're in a headspace that's not cool you're in a bad place right now you're in a bad don't don't answer that so Cody's like, well, I'm not making any plans. Robin's like, well, that's how I see it. That's how I see it. And, you know, like, you just need to wait until you got your headspace, like, clear and clean and calm before you say anything else. <laughs> but but you guys don't think alike. Okay, so, because you're just, he was about to divert, and you shut him down because you don't think alike. So, you, you know how, you see how when you say things, people don't believe them because then we see the evidence of that being, like, directly untrue. You see how that works, Robin? Uh Uh-oh. Anyway, Cody says in a confessional that there's, like, way more to the picture, but there's really no point in discussing it, because all of this is speculation at this point, because things are constantly changing. they're like, this ever-evolving orb, and the family's changing, and dynamics are changing, and who's who's to say that Cody doesn't just get fed up with all of it himself and just want to move out of Flagstaff? I don't think so. But, like, any of us could do it just like Christine did. <laughs> he is such a hating-ass bitch. Like, the fact that he cannot... He keeps Christine's name in his mouth. Rent-free in his mind. All roads lead back. he He's an ATV in his brain, just ripping and running through all the folds all 17 of them and just like everything circles back the track just goes right back to Christine as if she's the only person to ever move or leave or break up with somebody on this whole planet like why don't you say just like Janelle did you know when she divorced Mary's brother or just like Robin did when she divorced her husband or like you know Mary did when she divorced you
1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash
0: host. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, Robin, we thought. <laughs> you know? She's not the Christine is not the only one. Anyway, Cody asks Mary, were you picturing that something would be different? Which is like <laughs> Cody. <laughs> whatever question, whatever it you're referring to with Mary, yeah, she was picturing something different. Definitely. So Mary says. I really wasn't imagining any, imagining anything because, like, I just thought, you know, there were more acres available. I just kind of wondered if, like, maybe I would get them because, you know, Robin and Janelle each have four. And Cody goes, well, I'm not thinking that. And Mary goes, okay, <laughs> I understand. But then she says in a confessional, oh, I understand what he's saying. It's the same thing. It's always been. I only have one child. And now I'm not really a wife. So it's just, like, you're less than... And that's not true. I'm just as important as anybody else. So then Mary goes, "Well, is it time to drop a bomb?" <laughs> and whose whose mouth went right into the uh, the downslope? Uh oh. But before we do that, we go back to Idaho. Janelle and Christine are attempting to play ultimate frisbee. I mean, there were two trash cans and they were trying to throw a Frisbee in the general direction. Didn't work. Didn't work. So we can move on and not really get into that. But Christine says in a confessional that, you know, I don't know why she's probably the most competitive, which is why she left the family first, because she wanted to win. <laughs> she ate that one. Then they sit down for some burgers and this is like their final conversation. The, the Well, the, really the first conversation that she's had with her family about her divorce so her brother's like yeah you know like we haven't really talked in the last couple of years so what was the lead up to you leaving Cody what made you want to leave him so Christine tells him well Cody told me that he wasn't attracted to me anymore he told me that there was no chemistry between them that I wasn't nice enough to the sister wives but Janelle says in a confessional you know we know that that just is code for like she wasn't nice enough to Robin so she tells them like in the group like I you were always nice to me so then Janelle says in a confessional that Cody on the low used to tell her all kinds of stories about how Christine was so mean but she never really saw that. She didn't think that. And then Cody basically accused Janelle and her boys of being mean to this one person who has given everything to the family but she feels like that's a pretty one-sided view of the situation. So Christine continues to talk about how Cody told her He wasn't really attracted to her and her brother's like, yeah, I don't, I don't believe that. I really don't. So Christine says like, well, before he told me that we were going to get this house and he told me he didn't want to put the name on the house and how disappointing that was for her because I guess his name was on the house in Vegas and she like really took that on emotionally as like a, a sign of their togetherness, but she does say later, make no mistake, I was the one who was always paying. I just liked that his name was on the, on the deed. Cody says in a confessional that him taking his name off the house had nothing to do with uh, them breaking up. And actually that that happened like way before he even thought the breakup was on the horizon. Well, yeah. Well, he said this was before the breakup was on the horizon. This was before you knew that the breakup was on the horizon. I think, I think at that point, Um, she says, you know, it just, it was hard for him to tell me that he didn't want to have my name, his name on the lease, but also when it came down for me to leave, I was in a way better financial standpoint to just like cut and run. Right. And then she says, you know, I really feel like Janelle is staying with Cody because she doesn't have anything in her name. That's it. Cody's name's on every property on Coyote Pass. I don't know if Robin's name is on every piece of property, but it's definitely on the one that Christine gave them. So Janelle says in a confessional, I'm stuck here. I've got all these people tied up and these properties, but Cody's like, well, you know, we all have the same problem that Janelle has. Like all of our assets are combined. <sighs> I mean, your problem is if the assets leave, but she's worried about y'all even getting your asses up to pay off this lot in the first place that's the problem so then christine tells her brothers that the day she told cody to get the fuck out of her bedroom she got her life back and she became stronger than yesterday i i hope she knows that song i really do (laughs) then christine says this conversation is not just for my brother's it's for Janelle to hear. And I'm not saying Janelle has to follow the same path because like we have a very different situation with Cody, but I want her to know that it's going to be okay. It can be okay on the other side. So Janelle says to the brothers, it's really been harder for her to reconcile breaking up with Cody. She doesn't really know how to get out of it, but she doesn't want to live with him or get back together with him at all. And then she says, I kind of wonder like some some of the kids have actually been like have you ever have you actually left dad because you're like you're not dating or like doing anything that would lead us to believe or that you're trying to leave but she's like it's only because i just don't know how to reconcile my faith with where i am now so like i'm just gonna wait to see how things work out so then we go back to mary robin and cody we get the bomb drop she says I wasn't even planning on talking about this, but I guess here we are. Um, I was at the bed and breakfast this past weekend, and it needs me. Mary says in a confessional, I don't know if it's because my mom is gone, but like, there's just kind of an empty feeling, and I'm feeling really drawn to staying at the house. So Robin's like, what does that mean? And Mary says, well, it means with, you know, in addition to the statements that Cody has made, to me this past year. And about me this past year. I'm probably not going to be renewing my lease here. I'm not talking about he Pass. Because my. Uh, you know I've always. Intended on building there. So Robin goes. Well is this a temporary situation? And Mary says I don't know. So then Robin starts. Turning to Mr. Puff from Ghostbusters. Just blowing up her cheeks and sniffling. And Robin says in a confessional. Mary saying that she needs to move. Despite the fact that. I really feel like my world is crumbling down and i can't fight it because it's not fair to mary but really what i really want to do is yell what i really want to do is scream what i really want to do is say no please don't do this So mary says in a confessional i'm not going to apologize for what i know in my heart i need to do if it's gonna hurt robin's feelings cody's gonna jump for joy Whatever emotion somebody else has about it is irrelevant. And I thought, well, (laughs) well, Jen gave you the number of a very good therapist. And for that, we thank you. And we speak your name, Jen. So then there's just awkward silence for a couple seconds. And Cody goes, well, do you even want to look at the lot, Mary? Or is it just off your radar? And Mary goes, none of it's off my radar at all. It's just so different. And Cody asks her what she means and Mary says, well, the things that you've said to me and about me this year, it it changes things. So then Cody goes, you're making it about what I said, but why can't we just get on the page of where we are instead of about what I say? And to I, which I ask, what is the difference? Like, literally y'all are where you are because of what you Cody said about the relationship I think he just doesn't want to take ownership of the fact that he's been a dick to her and so he's just like well let's not make it please don't mention on camera that I said that I don't see a future with you let's just make it about like how it is and what people already see on camera so we don't have to talk about what words I actually use towards you. Why don't we do that, Mary? So then Mary can tells us in a confessional that a couple days before they're having this conversation at Coyote Pass, she and Cody had a state of the union conversation about their relationship. And the conclusion was there was no union. We're just going to move on. Mary says that the thing for her is that every conversation that they've had about their relationship has been private a.k.a. off-camera, and that Cody told her he didn't want things to be public, but she doesn't really think that's fair. She thinks it's important that they go public, and also that Robin hear that. So then, Mary tells Robin, when Cody came over the other day, we did have a really good conversation, but I just feel like he's not in a good place, or I'm not sure if it's him or something else, but Cody's like, oh, it's blame. And Mary goes, well, I don't mean to blame you, and Cody says well then don't and then in a confessional he says that when they had that conversation and Mary was asking if they could work things out he told her romance is not in the cards for them they could be friends but we're not going to be in a marriage and that's what he thought that they had agreed to so Mary again says you know a conversation that we had it was like an hour that he came over it was a good conversation and so Robin was like telling him Don't lump in emotions with what happened. So Cody's like, well, Mary is simply bringing up things that I've done and it feels like she's blaming me, but it wouldn't feel like blame if you did the right thing. Like I operate in a place where there's that phrase that's like, you know, like do something first, like apologize later or ask for forgiveness later or whatever. I, that's not really me. I operate from a place of like, don't do anything that you have to apologize for later. So if somebody is telling me about the things that I did that hurt them, I probably should just listen to that because I probably did something wrong. So when people are like, whoa, you're saying these bad things. It feels a lot like playing. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what, when you do bad things to people, they're going to blame you for them. When you don't do bad things, they don't have anything to say at all. That's that's wild. I wonder if one day you're going to figure that out, Cody. Because it's fun over here. I'm having a great time not being blamed for anything. And not being called a dick. And not having people cry over me. Like, that's great. You should just try doing the right thing the first time. It's a lot easier. Anyway. So then Robin really starts to work me and Mary's nerves. Because Robin's trying to translate what Cody's saying... As Mary's trying to talk. So she very calmly was like, can I? And then Robin's like, yeah, sorry. Sorry, I was just trying to help, but I'll shut up. I was just trying to help, but I'll shut up. I'll shut up now. Sorry, I I was going to shut up, but I I will shut up now. Well, I guess I'll just shut up now. Even though I was trying to help. But I'll, I'll shut up, sure. Like, can't you just shut the fuck up and not be a victim to this woman who just got rejected from the man that she was thinking that she was with for 30 years? really was probably something in the 20s but she is just now finding that out shut the fuck up and not be like oh she's trying to help but I'll I'll be quiet now so Cody admits in a confessional that he is a bit defensive because of what's going on with Janelle and Christine and the kids but he's more defensive because of his relationship with Mary because in his words he's been managing this carefully for like seven years now we've watched the show do you guys agree with that I won't I won't wait for the answer I already know what it is So then he says, listen, you break up, you have a divorce, you both whip out your victim cards, but I don't want that to happen here. So he tells Mary, I'm just trying to be as honest as I can without being a jackass. Well, (laughs) failed. He and Mary start laughing and she was like, well, I appreciate that. And then she looks at Robin and goes, how do you feel now? And then the camera turns up to Robin, who's like really trying to work up a tear. Like she's really really trying to drum one up just a little bit of moisture so then cody's like well maybe it's fair that robin is here because she's been your advocate for like seven years and in a confessional cody says that robin's been telling him that he has no business or right to leave mary and has always advised him to heal that relationship but then he starts getting annoyed and says and she's still doing it in a way against my wishes and it's like stop I have to determine if this is right for me or not and I know you're a part of it and I know that you have this covenant inside that includes them but like we have to be in a place where I can love Mary the way she wants to be loved or she's going to move on anyway so Mary looks at Cody and says I think she's been my advocate for longer than seven years and Robin says in a confessional you know according to our religion the sister wives are supposed to advocate for each other which I've always done
1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: no, 18 years of footage, we've never seen evidence of that other than her saying that she does it. So, think about that, Robin. Cody tells Mary... You want something that we can't have together. We can always have something else, but not that. And then Robin gets to like... Oh, I'm sorry. I just need to move away. I'm sorry. Oh, I gotta go. And she gets up. She's like, I'm so sorry. I just wanted to be supportive of you two, but I, I need to move away. I'm sorry. And then she takes her emotional support water bottle with her. It's like, I'll just go for a walk. I'll just go for a walk. So Robin... Says in a confessional that, like, I could be there going with them, and that scares me because they're both really calm, and, and I just don't know how to sit there and watch them decide. <sighs> they're not deciding, Cody's deciding. Getting dumped is not the same measure of responsibility. As somebody telling you that they don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore. She, Mary has done all that she can. This is not like, I can't watch them decide. Mary's deciding to not be in the circus anymore. She's getting out the clown car. And Cody doesn't want her there anyway. He's been hanging her to the back of the bumper. Just dragging her along for eight years. And now that she's like, I'm gonna let go, I think. You're like, oh, no, both of you. Both, I can't sit here and watch both of you go through this. So once she hobbles away in her DSW booties, Cody tells Mary, I just think it's ridiculous to stay in a duty-bound marriage. And Mary's like, I don't think it's fair to either one of us. Cody says in a confessional that in so many ways, this moment is about what they both want, but they don't want the same things. So Cody tells Mary, the hardest thing is accepting that it's not going to go back to the place that works for what she's looking for. Mary says in a confessional, I don't feel like, like, I don't like Cody putting all this on me. He's not owning up the fact that he's just not interested. He told me that in private, but he won't say it here. So then Mary's like, well, it doesn't mean that I'm not mad at you for not giving me what we promised each other. So Robin comes sauntering back. It's like, sorry, I just didn't like where this conversation was going. And maybe if I'm there, I can stop them from finalizing it. Maybe if I'm there, I can sort of say, let's not make any sort of decisions today. So then she comes back and tells her, tells them how painful it was that she had to walk away. And it's the amount of selfishness and self-absorbed, like self-pity. Oh, look at me. I couldn't handle this. You two divorcing each other. When I'm going to go home to this man and make him hamburger helper and sleep with him tonight. But this is painful for me. Okay. Mary's just laughing at this point. Like, just laughing at Robin. just like, totally over her. And she's like, I don't know, Robin. I just feel like we kind of had a breakup conversation. So Cody's like, you know, I'm glad that we've gone this long. And we were able to truly be friends in the departure. Robin turns to Mary and goes, are you accepting that? And Mary keeps laughing and is like, what am I supposed to do with that, Robin? (laughs) Robin's like, well, you've been doing a certain thing for a long time. (gasps) Bitch. Yeah. Mary says, I know I have. And I'm not going to force anybody to be with me when they don't want to be with me. I'm not going to make somebody act how they don't want to act. That's not fair. And then Cody's dumbass says, Well, the act is easy. Mary side eyes the fuck out of him. For whatever reason, Cody decides to say, The act is easy again. And Mary goes, The act is obvious. And Cody goes, Really? Is it that obvious? And Mary goes, Yeah. So then Robin goes into sicko mode and asks Cody, The act is easy? what is an act? What are you saying? Where am I? So Cody just goes, (laughs) you know, just performing my duties as a husband. Mary says, I'm not going to be a duty. So then Cody, who just says that it was an act, corrects himself and goes, well, it wasn't an act. It was a performance, a performance of what I was supposed to do. I'm sorry to call it an act. (laughs) That's worse. Mary's laughing. I'm laughing. She says, yeah, nobody wants to be that. Nobody wants to be an act. I've experienced it, and it's not fun. So Robin says, this is one of the reasons why I fell in love with him. Because he loved Mary, and he loved his wife. It's <laughs> not just an act. And I know he's bitter now. I know he's struggling. So he's going into these weird, dark places. But I'm just so tired of him talking like this. So, Cody's like, I'm not deciding that this is over. This is me saying, Mary, what you want doesn't work. Which is like, it's over. Isn't that what a breakup... Like, I think somebody really needs to sit Cody down and explain to him how breakups work. If you're unable to give her the love and respect and the honor of a wife that they deserve, For the investment in the relationship then you can't just be like (laughs) i'm not breaking up with you i'm just never gonna give you what you want there's a difference you can stay and i'll fake it poorly but i'm still never gonna give you anything but why don't i don't get why you stay so then he said christine's like i'm just gone i'm done and maybe she wasn't wrong But I'm just upset because there was no negotiation. It was all just one side. And I'm not trying to do that, Mary. I'm trying to be fair. And then Cody says at a confessional, I'm willing to fake being in love with Mary, doing my duties as a husband, and putting up with things that would frustrate me so deeply that I struggle to even be around her. If I need to, for the sake of whatever, I don't know. I can fake through this. I don't want to, but, like, if you're going to insist, then I will. She said, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Like, can you believe it? I was willing to just grin and bear it, even though I want to throttle this woman. And she said no. Huh. She said, that's not good enough. Well, I tried. I tried. (laughs) even though I can't stand you, I'll keep doing it for the check girl. Hmm. Somehow that wasn't good for her. I can't figure out why. And then Mary says in a confessional, he's saying that he's willing to keep acting when he hasn't been acting for like eight or ten years. Also, I wouldn't want him to do that. Like, I wanted to heal our relationship and even create a new one, but I never insisted on it. So Mary says, I know you don't feel or consider yourself married to me. And Robin whispers, that's not true. So then Mary has to laugh again. And Robin's like, you know, Cody and I disagree on this. <laughs> I need you guys to like really think of, I'm tapping my, the, my temple, like really think about this, how this works. Robin, you have zero say in Cody and Mary's relationship and what they decide. Not one, not one. I'm very curious as to why you think that is or why you being like well Cody and I disagree on Cody's relationship like please don't make me side with Cody you disagree with Cody is irrelevant to his feelings because his feelings are that he doesn't want to be married to her and so he's not so you feeling like you disagree with that doesn't matter it actually really doesn't matter and so this again might go back to the fact why people think that you're running things because you say dumb shit like this, like I Cody and I disagree on the state of his other relationships. Because you say stuff like that makes people think that you're behind the scenes the puppet master to Billy on his ATV tricycle. That's why people think that, Robin. So then Cody looks at Robin and he goes, This is the agreement that you required of me in order to get married. This agreement I gave you, our secret covenant. Was that if I'm ever not in love with you, I won't just sit there and be in a pathetic place with you. You made me promise that. So clearly, that's a promise that he only made to Robin. And really not any of the other wives. But he's trying to be like, remember I told you that I would at the very least respect you? And you're you're seeing it happen, finally, with Mary and you're not liking this. But just remember that this is something that we, we had made together. Like, so he honestly was a little bit helpful to mary in this situation of being like remember how you said we made this promise that this would not be an okay situation for you then maybe the same would apply to her so then of course robin's goofy ass goes but that doesn't mean that the marriage is over (laughs) so mary goes listen it's not going to change our marriage or our relationship it's not going to change ours pointing to her and cody hours pointing to her and Robin and then hour three of alls. nothing about this dynamic is going to change. <laughs> she's right. Cause y'all don't really be picking up the phone to call her anyway. So I don't know what these fake tears are for Robin. Do you promise? Yeah, Robin, she's going to continue to wait for your phone calls. It's never going to happen. She promises that. And then Robin goes, well, I was hanging on with you. But Mary says, well, I think I need to let go. It's not fair to either of us. So then this spoiled child gets to crying like she does when they pass the McDonald's that she wanted to go to. She couldn't get her Happy Meal toy. Ugh. I know. I I know that logically. So Mary goes, yeah, it's not fair for me to be alone for years. It's not fair to him to feel like he has to do a duty. So then Mary reaches her arm out. So that she and Robin can hold hands for whatever the fuck reason. And Robin's like, this is not what I wanted. (laughs) And Mary's like, well, that's not what I wanted either. And Cody's like, "It's not what I wanted either. Then he says in a confessional, Robin came into the family specifically because she intended to live plural marriage. But this appears to be the end of plural marriage. Mary says in a confessional, I don't. Think Robin and I's relationship will be too much different than what it has been. But also, I need to figure out how to be friends with my ex husband's wife. So she and Robin get up and hug, and then Cody and Mary hug. Cody says in a confessional that this is a goodbye and a negotiation that was long overdue. And then he says, Listen, maybe it's been a wasted seven years for Mary. I don't know, but now that we've agreed, I hope she's found finds peace because i will Ooh, he's so mean so he fires up that atv and gets the hell out of there so he can do laps around that pond and whatever mary drives away so this leaves robin all alone on the bench she says i always wanted to live plural marriage and i'll just continue to spend time on my knees Looking for peace and answers. Because there's really no choice for me. Like, do you hear yourself? (laughs) We know you've been spending time on your knees. Looking for answers. And I don't think they could be found there. Not where you're looking, girly. Not where you're looking. Anyway. (laughs) So then. She starts (laughs) sniveling. I'm looking up at the mountain. And I'm thinking about. When we came here, <laughs> and we see a flashback to like Cody and the other kids running out in that dirty water, and Cody screaming and flexing his pecs and his six pack abs like some sort of warrior in his black panties. And the episode ends with Robin being like, <laughs> "I wanted to sit on a porch with sister wife here on this property." With our kids and grandkids. And Cody just running around like he does. And just look at that mounted together. Oh, I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of the episode. And the season of Sister Wives. Just having to, like, hear her sniveling in that microphone. <laughs> it really killed me Robin's pain is my my greatest strength (laughs) and with that you guys we have ended our season of Sister Wives I mean obviously I'm going to be talking about the four part tell all it looks fairly juicy but we'll see We'll, we'll definitely have to see we're going to get an appearance by David and I'm excited. I'm excited about it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for sticking around during the season. I know a lot of you guys come to me just to listen to Sister Rives. I hope you guys hang on because I have a lot of content. But if that's the end of the road, well, I mean, we got another month left. But thank you guys so much for um for being here. And in the interest of like being thankful, it just occurred to me that I started this podcast. I hope you guys are still listening because <laughs> I'm about to be nice to you. That I started this podcast in 2019 of November and it's just been such a blessing for me to do this like dead ass and it's just been so incredible to be able to like make this my career and I really am grateful to you guys. I am so thankful that like 99% of you guys are the best, coolest, chillest people. I see how other podcasters get um their reactions from other audience members and how unhappy they are and so like I don't take that for granted at all because it could be so much worse like you guys are mostly so fucking nice to me and I'm really really grateful for that so thank you guys I hope you guys have a great week I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving I hope you guys have a great end of your year and I hope you guys join me in 2024 not Cody, but the rest of you. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening.